Zach and Lindsay here with you. Joined now via the WANI hotline this morning by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller. Mayor, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for your time. How are you on this wonderful Wednesday morning? Zach, I am absolutely fabulous, but I'm getting better, and I'm so glad to be with you and happy to report that we had another successful city council meeting last night, and I credit that to the city council president, Eddie Smith, for doing such a magnificent job of, of uh, leading us through that and uh, had, had, a good, had a good meeting. And, uh, of course, with the Wednesday after a council meeting, uh, you and the folks at the Auburn Network are always so kind to give us some time to talk about the business of our city. And I appreciate that, Zach. Thank you. Oh, we, 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 we thank you. Absolutely, Mayor. All right, so work session meeting got going um, got going last night. What, uh, what all happened there, Mayor? It was um, uh, really a very short work session. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, Eddie called, gaveled at the order at uh, 645. We had one uh, item that was on a stormwater ordinance revision to meet new ADEM requirements. Uh, Joel Latham from our engineering office uh, made that presentation. Uh, the council did add that to the agenda, and it was accepted last night for first reading. I believe uh, Council Member Todd Roush um, made the motion to uh, add that. So uh, it'll be coming up for two weeks, and this is something that uh, ADEM requires and uh, and that uh, the city looks forward to doing on uh, revising the stormwater ordinance. So uh, after that, uh, we got the uh, the meeting called to order. And uh, during my remarks, I had several things to talk about. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> all of them important, but the main thing was we recognized a number of our great uh, people that we work with for years of service to the city. And we had police officers, we had firefighters, we had uh, OPS folks, uh, parks and rec folks. Uh, uh, gosh, uh, they they were all there. And in fact, uh, the, the longest uh, tenure that we handed out last night was one of our great police officers, Sergeant Billy Smith, uh, Chief Healy, and uh, came down and helped us uh, recognize several police officers, and including uh, Billy, with 25 years of service. And we appreciate Sergeant Smith. And he had uh, had his uh, youngest son and his and his wife with us last night. And good to see them. Then we uh, had some proclamations. This was not on the agenda, but uh, it was certainly uh, something that. We wanted to do, and, and we did it, and that was to uh, declare uh, the Relay for Life Day, which will be on Friday, April 30th, and we invited former council member and former uh, pro tem of the city council, Patsy Jones. Uh, Patsy's been a champion for Relay for Life sure. forever, and of course, no exception last night, not only did she have on a purple blouse, but she had on a purple face mask, and um, Pats is all about that purple, <laughs> and I, I can remember uh, back in October on uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, 
she would always ask the gentleman on the council to wear something pink. And uh, then for relays, she would ask us to wear something purple. And, of course, we will be turning the fountain purple uh, for that Friday, April 30th. But joining uh, Patsy down front was the chair of Relay and his wife, Randy, and Deborah Causey. And it will be a little different this year, Zach. You know, of course, last year doesn't count because nothing happened last year. But in years past, the Relay would be at Courthouse Square. And uh, big, big event. Well, this year, because of COVID, it's, it's been scaled back, and it'll be a drive-through relay out at the Spencer Cancer Center. So uh, that's off Dunlop Extension, uh, about not very far from East Alabama Medical Center, the new uh, Spencer Cancer Center, and it'll be a drive-through on that Friday evening. So Patsy, Randy, and Deborah came down for that. Then our district attorney, Jessica Venturi mm-hmm. and Melissa Cupid from uh, her staff, uh, we presented them with a proclamation designated National Crime Victims Rights Week to be April 18th through the 24th. And uh, appreciate all the work that Jessica and Melissa are doing. You know, being a victim of crime and trying to navigate the criminal justice system can be a frightening and confusing experience. And so uh, what they try to do is try to help those victims. And, of course, all that is, that, that's the whole reason for having this week for National Crime Victims' Rights Week. Then uh, Eddie Smith and I. Sorry, sorry to cut a, you off, Mayor, but we had uh, we had Jessica Venturi on on Monday. And, and her story, uh, she shared part of her story as far as, like, well, you know, what got her into you know, the, the lane of, like, prosecution and now ultimately, you know, being a district attorney is, is very similar to kind of what that week um, is about. You know, um, she, she shared that, you know, one of her, her family members was was murdered and, you know, they never found they never found the, the murderer. And so that's kind of what propelled her into this kind of passion. But, yeah, that's something that um, that I think folks need to, you know, think about this week. I think that's great. Well, and, and, and obviously, Jack, you know, Jessica – can relate firsthand to the experience of uh, being a, uh, a victim and uh, what happened in her family right. and, and what happens in a lot of families. So, uh, yeah, good for Jessica and good for Melissa uh, for doing this. And uh, they, they've, made, they've got activities, I think, all week uh, to uh, bring attention to uh, crime victims' rights and uh I, I applaud them and commend them for doing that. Eddie and I signed a proclamation uh, recognizing the Knee High Foundation. Uh, Anthony Bryant, the uh, founder and president, was there along with Alicia Foreman, and uh, we recognized them for the uh, their contributions to the youth of our city and commended them for their contributions to the success of the foundation, and uh, Anthony and Alicia had some of their assistant coaches and some of their players all come down and 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 join us for a photograph. So thank you, Anthony, and thank you, Alicia. So uh, and prior to uh, recognizing all these folks, Zach uh, Joey Motley, our city administrator, and I think you had Joey on yesterday morning. Yes, sir. You know what a what another good building permit report. 
you know, that, that, that's, that's so good. I've been thinking about starting to do those myself. <laughs> to the, to the yeah, you should take credit for that, Mayor. Well, golly, Pete, uh, you know, this is not really the time of year that you think about a lot of construction, but we permitted 40 new single-family homes uh, last month at that, a value of $9.8 million. Yeah. And year-to-date, of course, we've completed six months of our fiscal year. We've permitted 187 at, at a value of $45.4 million. And then, uh, of course, for the year, we've... Uh, uh, permitted 168 new apartment units for 23.2 million. So year to date, we're at uh, 99, almost 99 and a half million dollars. So uh, looks like we're we're having another successful year in the city. Yeah, Mayor. Last uh, last few weeks, my wife and I we kind of tested the market, see if we wanted to to move into another home and. My wife was interested in new construction, so we, we sat down with some of the builders and, you know, our, our real estate agent, and I kind of thought it was just like in, in, like, the north part of Opelika where all this new construction was happening, but it's happening all over the city. It's amazing. It is. There's, uh, there's construction going on south of town out near Southview School. Right. Uh, between Tiger Town and uh, Marvin Parkway. Yep. Uh, a lot of new homes out there and uh, holes in the ground all over. And, you know, folks folks ask me occasionally, Zach, they say, why are they building all these houses? <laughs> well, the short answer is because folks are buying them. Yep. But you dig a little bit deeper, why are folks moving to Opelika? And they're moving for two reasons. One, they'll move for a good-paying job, and we've got plenty of good-paying jobs. Number two, they move for a great school system, and we have an excellent school system in Opelika. Now, other folks move because they love our location. They, we're, we're close to the Atlanta airport. We're close to the beaches, close to the mountains, close to Lake Martin, close to Lake Harding. We've got uh, great amenities here like uh, the Robert Trent Jones uh, Golf Trail, Grand National this year. We've got... Uh, and I was just reminded of this the other day. A friend of mine is a new uh, train engineer for the Rocky Brook Rocket. And uh, the Rocket will be running uh, this this uh, this spring and summer, I think. I'm pretty sure it'll be running on May 1st. That's the day of Garden in the Park, which is a big, big event put on by Tippy Miller and Keep Up a Like a Beautiful. Well, the Rocky Brook Rocket will be running that day. And, uh, I, 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 you know, that, that's for kids of all ages. And it's not just the real young one. It's for older kids like, like you, Zach, and like me. <laughs> so, uh, the rocket will be back, uh, this summer. And of course, summer swing will be starting when school's out. So got a lot of things to look forward to. We're joined this morning by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller. We will continue our conversation in just a moment right here on Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay joined this morning by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller. Mayor, what else was discussed last night that we need to get to this morning? I mentioned to uh, the folks uh, gathered last night that uh, this coming Saturday <clears throat> will be the uh, 
culmination of our Slam Dunk the Junk campaign. It's an anti-littering campaign that uh, Lee Kraling and uh, uh, Taylor McAllister and Tippy Miller, uh, Mike Hillier and Terry White, and a bunch of our folks have been involved in. And we'll we'll uh, wrap everything up uh, Saturday morning. We're scheduled for folks to come by the Covington Rec Center, pick up. Uh, garbage bags, gloves, and fan out across the city and pick up litter. And then we'll gather back at the Covington Rec Center around noon for uh, fun and games and and uh, to, to and slam dunk the junk. We'll have a uh, slam dunk contest, free throw uh, shooting contest, and it should be a lot of fun and a chance for us to show off the newly renovated Covington Recreation Center. Prior to the noon event, at 11.30, uh, we'll recognize and honor uh, two men, Mike Covington and Robert Flournoy. We've uh, installed uh, signage at the the Covington Rec Center uh, near the flagpole to recognize two men that were instrumental in recreation for young children, especially on the south side of town over the years. And, of course, the Covington Rec Center is named after the late Mike Covington. But before Mike, there was another gentleman, Robert Flournoy, that had a tremendous impact on young folks in Opelika. So uh, both of those will be recognized uh, at 1130, and uh, uh, the Covington family and the Flournoy family, uh, plans are for them to join us. We'll also have uh, two of our former council members, uh, Patsy Jones and and uh, Larry Gray that will be with us, along with the, the current Ward 2 Council member, George Allen, to uh, celebrate these two men and to recognize and dedicate those those signs. And, and, and Zach, before we go, two of, two of your listeners that I hear from a lot of times on Wednesday, mm-hmm. Larry Presley, who always loves <clears throat> the fact that I'm speaking to you from high top City Hall. Sure. And then Lucinda Cannon, my friend and the vice chairman of the Opelika Planning Commission. Uh, Lucinda uh, generally turns on the radio on Wednesday morning after a council meeting. So it's it's always great to be with you, Zach. Is that the only time they listen, Mayor? I, you know, I don't think so. I, I think they listen a lot of times, but I know they I know they listen on Wednesday because they they tell me that that they hear us talking. So uh, I think that I think that's a good thing. No, I, I I'm sure they listen all the time. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> well, you listen. You do have an award-winning uh, morning show. That's true. Now, have you been you've been signing a lot of autographs? Are you having to uh, put out some eight by ten glossy pictures? And how, how you doing all that fame and stuff? None of that. None of that. He refuses to do autographs. Uh, I tweeted about it once, and that was it. So, <laughs> well, you know, even the, even the governor, uh, you know, was in town yesterday, and Ron and Mayor Andrews and I, along with Laura Grill and a bunch of folks, were there to greet her at the vaccination clinic. And, right. And she said, "Is, is uh, Zach Blackerby here?" I, I don't think that's true, Mayor. I don't think I believe you on that one. <laughs> She has come on the show a few times, though, which we appreciate. Well, which we appreciate a ton. We all appreciated her coming, and of course, 
she was most complimentary of what's happened at that vaccination clinic. Yep. And, uh, gosh, so many folks to thank on that. Laura Grill, the CEO at EAMC, and Chuck Beams and Bruce Zartman and all those folks that put this thing together. And city of Auburn, Ron Anders and Megan <clears throat> did such a fine job of working with the uh, owners of that Tuesday morning building mm -hmm. to make that available. And then all these volunteers, uh, Rosanna McGinnis, who her day job is our library director, right. has been our our volunteer line leader. And I think Robert from Auburn United Methodist Church. And it, it's been a great team effort. And uh, everyone, and I've talked to hundreds of folks, Zach, that have been there to get their vaccination. And they all express how well organized it is and how how simple and fluid it is to go in there. You're handled. You get your injection. Most folks, in 15 minutes, they're gone. So uh, that shows you what can happen when folks work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mayor, thank you so much for your time, as always. means a ton, and we'll chat again in a few weeks. Thanks a lot, Zach. Appreciate you. That is Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller once again joining us this morning. Coming up on today's edition of Auburn Opelika this morning at 10 after, we'll be joined by Steve Witten, Market Vice President, I think is his title now. I'm not sure. Something like that. Um, but he will not be in studio because he's not going to make it on time. So we're going to call him. No comment. No comment? No comment. Okay. Then 835 will be joined by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, to recap last night's Auburn City Council meeting. So great stuff from uh, from Mayor Fuller. You know, him reading off those, you know, the the new uh, construction numbers. It's like it's crazy. Like it is bonkers. Yeah, I mean, it's like we we've, we've always talked about how the Auburn housing market is just going full speed, but Opelika is right there along with it, and I feel like not enough people know that. So I was like I said, we were kind of testing the uh, the waters for it, and we were talking to our real estate agent, and she told me the city of Auburn's housing is up six percent, Opelika's is up eighteen percent, and like the national average is like two and a half percent. Yeah, I mean things around here are are wild, and it means that of course building materials cost a lot as well. As somebody who's trying to buy some wood right now, it's um. It's not cheap to buy uh, to buy OSB, to buy 2x4s, all that kind of stuff. I, I saw a joke on Twitter yesterday where it's like somebody uh, got caught trying to, like, smuggle lumber inside of, like, some cocaine across the border. <laughs> because it's just so expensive. Yeah, lumber's, <laughs> so... More, lumber's uh, more precious uh, uh, on the, uh, across the border than, uh, than cocaine is right now. Listen, if you just happen to own a bunch of trees <laughs> and uh, are ready to get rid of those trees, give me a call. Um, I've got clients who are lumber companies who are willing to pay really good money for those trees right now. Yeah. So, but hey, listen, just going back on it real quick, cut Steve some slack. Like, they've had, their family's had a lot of stuff going on this week. Sure. You're the you're the one who said no comment. Exactly, and that's why I'm like, okay, don't, I gotta don't, fix don't, it. Don't point this at me. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta, no, I, I, it's full credit, I mean... Normally, I have an issue people being late. They've had a lot of stuff going on this week to, to kind of work around that. Okay. All right. Mighty merciful of you. Extremely gracious. 
I hope, one, I hope Steve appreciates how kind you're being. This is the one time. Yeah. All right. Hour number two of the book. Stay tuned. Witten Wednesday in 10 minutes. In about 35 minutes, we'll be joined by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager. This is Auburn Opelika this morning.